You are listening to the To and Out CFL Podcast, a proud member of the Canadian Football Podcast Network. Uh, we got we got to let you go, buddy. Uh, okay, well, you sell that angry angry one on your podcast. Like when he does the drunk gym, he ain't go. <laughs> Grab some poutine and a double double. It's time for the To and Out CFL Podcast every week. John Fraser. I'm actually part Canadian. No dude to it. Who wants to draft me? Love me a rouge. And Travis Curra. Man, if they go with Sunseri over Brett Smith, then nothing has changed in Saskatchewan. We'll deliver news and fantasy analysis from the Canadian Football League. And nonsense. Uh, what do you call it? You're supposed to do the thing where you talk and you pretend like... <laughs> You're the like in- interested in the thing, but you just the need interview. the money. Yeah, 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 the, the inner blue. Can't forget the nonsense. I thought you should know I ate two carrot muffins as you were drunk, Jim Barker. Ready, set, hook. Welcome to episode 68 of the Two and Out CFL podcast. John Fraser, Travis Curra, and uh, I guess we got to announce uh, we partnered up with a cool new website. That's right. Hey, somebody actually likes us enough to attach their brand to our brand. It's... Awesome. SeatGiant.ca. They're our new partner. So here's what you're going to do. For one, SeatGiant's awesome because everything's in Canadian dollars. When you go to the other ticket websites, it's like, bam, in the face, American dollars. Then your credit card hits you in the kneecaps and then comes in with a cross check right to the back of the spine. Instead, <laughs> SeatGiant.ca. It's got all the CFL <laughs> tickets. Hey, I'm here in Saskatoon. It's got everything at like TCU Place. It's got it's got everything. So on top of that, because we partner with Seat Giant, go to the website. You're gonna go to checkout, and they probably thought we were a little goofy when we asked for this. They did because they said, "Hey, we'll we'll make the promo code for you guys, so you're supporting Seat Giant. You're supporting Two and Out at the same time." And I'm so excited to tell you what the promo code is, John. What is it? <laughs> The promo code to use at Seat Giant is poutine. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> so go to Seat Giant, buy your tickets, CFL games, all in Canadian dollars, and then at checkout, hit add promo code, throw in poutine, and you're going to get yourself a little discount. You're going to help uh, us out as well. So that's our partner now, uh, SeatGiant.ca, Travis. So uh, does that mean that uh, we have to, like, uh, start dressing up for this or wearing pants or anything? Like, uh, do we got to, like, uh, be professional now that we got a partner? I think so. I'm wearing uh, pants today, believe it or not. <laughs> Don't bring back. See, I think maybe that's why I ended up so ill last Wednesday. <laughs> I was just going to ask. I want to start the show with okay. a simple, how are you? I don't know if you were BSing me last week, but you had a throat infection. And then the week before that, you hated everything under the sun. So <laughs> uh, I actually found an exclusive clip from John Fraser after episode 66. Just a sec. Here we go. Discord. Jim Leahy. Green. Those two idiot coughs right there. Suit dummies. As a matter of fact, legal aid. Danny Terry's Buffalo Chicken Wings. All the old wooden here. The moon. Corn of the cop. Squirrels. Me. You everything. So that's John Fraser right after recording episode 66, and then he gets a throat infection. So how are you feeling today? Uh, I'm, uh, <laughs> just don't bring up a certain name of a certain Eskimos rookie, and I'll be okay. Oh, don't mention his name? 
it might get a little fired up in here. That might that's like the only thing I'm angry about this week. I'm in a pretty good spot, you know. We got a partner for the podcast. Things are going well at the new job. My horrible throat infection has disappeared, all thanks to some wonderful prescription medication. Uh, but uh, there's a somebody who's kind of making me a little bit on the mad side. And not only that, the CFL was good enough to feature us on the snap on CFL.ca. They actually featured the entire Canadian Football Podcast Network. So, you know what? I'm going to extend the olive branch. Thank you, CFL, for having us on your website. Hey, I love, like, this is a misconception. This is everybody says... Why do you do the podcast if you hate the league? I don't hate the league. It's just sometimes people don't do things I agree with. Overall, I wouldn't be doing this podcast if I didn't love the league. But That's it's a that little, good point. little tiny bit of things that I got to kind of put them, take them to task for. Okay. <laughs> Let's get to the news. In the Huddle with Fraser and Kura on the Two It Out podcast. Well, Saturday was cut-down day. Was there anything that really surprised you at the end of the day? Not really. I was a little disappointed myself because I kind of had high hopes on Vince Young uh, being able to make it in the CFL. And I just was i was more intrigued to see that if he was the third or third string or practice roster quarterback, if he would stick around. Of course, he tears his hamstring. Uh, you know, you saw, you saw Kenny Stafford leave Winnipeg, which... From the day they signed him, I was excited as a Bombers fan, but I thought to myself, I'm like, you know what, that's whatever whenever a team seems to sign a big money import guy, and it just there seems to be some depth of that position, they always just kind of seem to go bye bye, and that's what happened there. But he's back in Edmonton. So I, I don't know. Not a not a ton of surprises. I like the fact that the CFL went to just one cut down day because yeah. There's enough big names released on the one cut down day that I don't have to pretend I know who like the 1200th receiver in Saskatchewan Rough Rider camp was and talk about him like, you know, he, he's relevant. I am a bit. I, I do think Shakir Bell deserves a job somewhere, but that second preseason game, he put the ground or the ball on the ground twice. So he's been let go, but he, he, it took a long time for him to get on in Ottawa. So I don't know what the issue was there. And he, he showed flashes in Edmonton. Tory Gurley is uh, out there as well. I think he's got talent but there was uh Brian Bennett really actually surprised me because he he had a bit of hype in a rough rider camp but when the lights were on in the preseason games he just didn't get it done and of course they brought in Marquise Williams from yep. uh, North Carolina so maybe that's what did Bennett in well I I think with Shakir Bell he strikes me as the kind of guy as you look at a team that's out there Let's face it, a running back, an import running back at some point is going to get hurt and miss some time. That's just the way the league seems to work these days. I imagine he's going to get he's going to be one of the first guys getting a phone call once something goes a little sideways. Now, in, in terms of Bennett in Saskatchewan, you know, Chris Jones is the first to say it. If you listen to a single one of his news conferences, he always goes on about how guys can go on and practice, but it's when the lights come on because the lights come on in the game and the lights come on. <laughs> um yeah, Mr. Jones, uh, 
he really seems to care what players do during actual preseason mm-hmm. contests. So Bennett not performing, not a surprise that he was the one that found the way out the door. Williams has shown well. He's he's doing all those little things right. If you read anybody's feed, I mean, I, I remember, I, I think I was reading Ariel Zur was writing about it from 650 CKOM in Regina. Uh, she was writing about the fact that, that he was out there after practice and working extra hard and seemingly doing the right things. And I think that definitely impressed Jones and co in Saskatchewan. Now, uh, Drew Willie gets let go in Toronto. Uh, we're going <laughs> to go to the phones. Earlier today, I had a phone interview with Jim Barker. Let's let's go to earlier today. Jim, uh, y- you made that trade last year. Uh, <laughs> you ended up trading the number one overall pick for Drew Willie, and now the new regime in Toronto has sent him packing. Well, you know, I just like Drew. The thing of his name right now, Travis. Travis Brandon. Travis. Travis? Is it Travis? That, that, uh, yes, yes, that's my name. Okay, Travis. The thing of his name. Drew Willie. It's, it makes me happy to say it. You're right. It sounds like it's too much. That's the typical Drew. Could be what you call your man. And then the Willie. You definitely call it Willie. So, like, I was like, this guy is so manly. He's got two <laughs> So I thought we should go acquire him. And you know what you need? You know what you need? What, what is your what is, what is your, your, your thing do? Your thing makes the number one. It does, so yes. the number one pick. Oh, <laughs> Okay, yeah, I, I see. I see where you're going. Jim Pop comes in here. He's all like, "I can't coach, and I think I can GM." <laughs> and he looks at this Willie guy and goes, "You don't look like Calvio. You don't got a sexy mustache." <laughs> so it's it's a bear Willie. That he goes, "You're high." <laughs> and then the Tretman guy comes in with those cock bottle glasses and the hairline you never see because <laughs> secretly it's a truck. Seriously, Tressman is unsettling when he doesn't have a hat on. <laughs> and yes, this guy's boy, John Gruden. And John Gruden is like, well, Mark, Mark, first, first Mark, I'm John Gruden. Put your hat back on. Is John Gruden the Pierre Maguire of the uh, NFL? Uh, keep going, Jim. Nah, keep nah, going. No, nah, he's, he's, uh, so he says to Mark, <laughs> like, first Mark, hat back on. <laughs> Two, clean your glasses, sister. And he says, three. I don't think it's Drew Willie guy's guy. If he was in Oakland, I would have thrown him in the back hole. <laughs> so there's a guy. His name is basically the word for a thing. <laughs> I don't know. Because he doesn't have a mustache. And just John Gruden comes from America and says you should, <laughs> you should let him go. So that's why he's gone. He's gone because he doesn't have a sweet mustache and because Jim Pop can't coach. Okay, Jim, one more question. Where are you working these days? Oh, I don't know, LCBO. Oh, that's what I figured. Yep, yep, yep. I also, uh, I moonlight as a, uh, <laughs> as a, as a, I work at a golf course, too. Oh, I, okay. I go there, I go there after dark. <laughs> I pick up the golf balls 
and I Bob, 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 Bob. Uh, What? (laughs) Brandon? (laughs) Oh, trap. Your name's Jim. I don't don't know why you called you Bob Barker, but I I called you Bob. I know you're Jim Barker. Uh, We got to let you go, buddy. Uh, okay, well, you saw that angry, angry one on your podcast. It's like when he does the drunk gym, he can go <laughs> himself. <laughs> okay, okay, Jim, we'll talk to you later. Yeah. Well, John, there you have it. Did he just tell? Did he just? He just, did Jim Barker just tell me to go f myself? He hates you. Well, it's just because I can do a good drunk Jim Barker impression doesn't mean that he has to hate me. I, I do want to apologize to the people that downloaded this show thinking that actual Jim Barker was on. <laughs> that, I, I My sincere apology. Well, I don't know. Can I say it's a sincere apology when I say it with a... Not, through my not, laughter? When, not when drunk Jim Barker, for those of the, you who are just tuning in... After uh, seeing us on the Snap Rap and uh, saw the bit about nonsense, yeah, Drunk Jim's kind of been a thing, so uh, he's along for the ride. Yeah, th- this show has already set a record between Ricky from the Trailer Park Boys doing an impression of you to Drunk Jim Barker for the most angry Elks in an episode so far. So, <laughs> man. We don't swear, so you can listen to us around the kids, but you will <laughs> definitely hear an Elk or two. <laughs> Week one of the CFL is getting underway without a commissioner. They're hoping to get the new person in place next month. I can't remember a league anytime, anywhere that went into a season without a commish. Well, the timing of the departure of Jeffrey Orridge, like or hate him, however you may feel about him, it's it seems just weird that he would decide his last day in the office was uh you know like june where june 15th you know, or whatever yeah. is it june yet despite the fact that the games don't happen till the end of june almost july more on that another day anyways the <laughs> fact is it's just it's just it just seems so strange like i even remember once when i left one a job at the radio station i put in my two weeks notice and they literally handed me a box handed me a check and gave me a boot in the ass out the door and called you in to do my shift that was the exact same day that was the best <laughs> oh yeah it was fantastic on my way out i'm like oh hey travi i helped you get a job but bye <laughs> so <laughs> i'm surprised that the cfl just didn't you know give him the old like okay uh so yeah, you can stay on the payroll till June, but here's a box of your things and uh bye. Like it was just a little surprising that they they didn't move a little bit quicker, but I mean this 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 is the CFL. There seems to be already a pretty firm structure set up behind the scenes to operate without a commissioner. I just I, I to me it's going to be interesting. They're probably all like secretly hoping that nobody goes out and uh you know takes like give somebody an RKO out of nowhere in the middle of a game and somebody has to make a decision um, (laughs) about discipline or anything like that because who even knows who that would come from so uh, but at least to me they're they're not making a quick hire a snap hire they're obviously interviewing pursuing and looking deep for the right guy and I I hope they do find that person they do they do say that they do want it to be a person with a strong business background you know like a CEO that's run a big corporation so i don't know if fans are going to get their wish of a pinball clemens as the guy there's a lot of people calling for it i I think they can hire pinball as sort of uh an ambassador i i would agree i would agree he he could make me oh 
Man, there could be a dead raccoon on the side of the road, and he could inspire me with a photo of that. You know, like the way he talks. <laughs> Like yes, roadkill is awesome. Like yeah, I, I I've said it before and I will say it again. the The number one person in this life I want to give a hug to is Pinball Clements. Yeah, I agree. Like if I just if I when and if I ever get the chance to meet Pinball, I just want to like go up and just be like, man, I love you, and give him a big old hug. Maybe that's how we make you more positive. Mm, nope. <laughs> I would be very positive for the first moments of hugging pinball, but I would need a constant pinball hug. And come on, what would this podcast be if I was all nice and fluffy and gooey and warm? That you just described me. <laughs> <laughs> so, and we can't. And we can't have the Travis and Travis podcast. <laughs> it would just be laughing back and forth. I laugh, and then and poutine talk. Yes, exactly. And super big gulp talk. Uh, oh, yep, 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 and chicken wings. <laughs> so let's uh, bring uh, the positive positivity down a bit. Nate Bahar finally signs with the Edmonton Eskimos this week. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> the quotes that I have seen from this kid so far, he had basically said something like, I feel like a slave right now. And then he said, I, I just signed a one-in-one deal so I can, you know, take my talents elsewhere in two years. Basically what he said. Yep. But, wow. Uh, you weren't on last week. We had Empire nope. Andrew on, who isn't very enthusiastic about this kid either. What do you think? How, how's he going to get treated in the Eskimo locker room? Like, he is going to be brought back down to earth in an awful hurry. I have a feeling that to teach this young man a lesson, there may be an accidental collision or two during Eskimo's practice. He's got a few things to learn. Now, here's the thing, and it was you that made this point on Facebook, I believe. It was Facebook or Twitter, Travis. And yeah. I want to cite it for a bit. Travis, did you make $70,000 last year? No. Did I? No. Did A, a, a lot of our listeners didn't make $70,000 last year. Bahar, who called himself a slave, who said, I'm just signing this deal so I can go, to, go do something else, is going to make $70,000 to play football for six months. So how you can be so arrogant, and again, compared to the millions you're going to make in the NFL, it seems like peanuts. Right? Yeah, but you're still I, I get that. making a good chunk of money compared to the average Canadian, compared to the average person that's sitting there shelling out their hard-earned money to go watch your games as an Edmonton Eskimo to sit there and say, I feel like a slave. No, son, you <laughs> idiot. Slaves didn't get paid. They got treated like crap. To compare yourself to a slave is the most asinine, stupid, arrogant thing I've ever said in my life. And if he walked in and said, I want to be on your podcast right now, I would promptly tell him to take his ego, check it at the door, and to go <laughs> himself. I've never read anything so stupid in my life, these quotes. Nothing so stupid. People give Deron Carter a hard time. I saw Deron Carter get a hard time for saying me and stewardesses don't get along. Yeah. Whatever. He didn't go out and compare himself to a slave. 
He didn't go out and complain that he's going to make a bunch of money doing something that every single one of us would love, man, woman, or child. Everyone who listens to this podcast, I'm sure would love the opportunity just for one game to throw on their favorite team's colors, run out and play football, and get paid a good chunk of change to do so. Instead, he thinks he's a slave. He's just going to do it for a couple of years. I hope you're stocking shelves at Lowe's in a couple of years. But that is perhaps, I don't know how, like, he's got to go on a massive image rehabilitation. This kid has better be at the stallery every single week with a bag of signed footballs. Because right now he looks like a pompous, arrogant asshole who doesn't know better. A spoiled brat that went to one of the most expensive universities, one of the most prestigious universities in our country for free because you're good at football. Son, you're not a slave. You're an idiot. Shut the f*** up and go play football. And actually, Eskimo fans seem to agree that (laughs) this kid hasn't earned anything. And this is a funny thing. I know it's a completely different situation, but Cameron Judge just signed three days ago and nobody's crapping on him. (laughs) Well, and and, but the thing is with Cameron Judge, let's face it. If you take Justin Dunk's word as gold, which I do, I am a big believer in Justin Dunk. About a month ago, and, and Chris Jones backed Dunk up on this, too. About a month ago, beginning of training camp, they asked, okay, how's the negotiations with your draft picks going? Jones flat out said, things with Judge are going great. He's got some stuff to finish. Justin Dunk then came out and reported, hey, he just wants to, and again, as I cited, 70 grand is a good chunk of change, but it's not life-altering money. No. Right. At some point, you're going to have to find another job. So all the respect in the world to Cameron Judge, who quietly signs on the dotted line, then shows up to Ryder Camp, head down, ready to play. Probably has the, if there is a bad stall in that new dressing room, probably has the stall right beside the showers or something. Puts his head down, goes to play, and asks, well, why didn't you sign? I was finishing my political science degree. Yeah, he did. Uh, he did get that. So you know what? He's a smart cat, and not and nothing but respect for him. And if he deep, deep, deep down inside goes, I do not want to be in Saskatchewan. He's smart enough and bright enough, and and has enough respect for himself and the CFL and his fans to just say, "Hey, I was finishing my degree." I'm not saying that this is what Cameron Judge is is, is about or anything. I mean, from everything you read from day one, Cameron Judge was never coming to Ryder training camp. Right. He yep. was finishing his degree, finishing things up at school, and then coming north. And all the respect in the world for him. But from day one, the that who shall not be named in Edmonton was doing nothing but bitching and moaning about the contract offer and holding out, and I deserve more, and blah, 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 blah. You play in the OUA. The OUA is terrible. (laughs) Like, come on. At least if you played in Quebec or you played in Canada West, you can go out and kind of say, yeah, I'm kind of good at this football thing. You played schools which wouldn't, that would go all for the season in Quebec and Canada West. (laughs) You were nothing. (laughs) Nothing. No. He who shall not be named did sign with Edmonton, 
But Javon Johnson gets released by Montreal. He signs in Saskatchewan. He's actually going to be starting at cornerback this week. And Kenny Stafford, we already mentioned him, is also back in Edmonton. Uh, <laughs> as for signings and contracts, the Ottawa Red Blacks have re-upped Marcel Desjardins, the uh, general manager, and head coach Rick Campbell through 2020. So that's basically four seasons. That's big. I love I love the move. They have faith. I, well, they ha- they have faith, and I think uh, it's well deserved. You got to think. Look at the. Uh, I mean, we're recording this on the night of the Las Vegas expansion draft here in the NHL. I think if you would have thrown football pads in that Las Vegas team for the NHL, they could have beaten the first year of the Red Blacks, exception of Henry Burris. Much respect to Mr. Burris, as always. But let's face it. They did not get a very good roster in that first year. And Desjardins and Campbell went out, drafted, signed, did everything right. And next thing you know, that team had a great cup. So mm-hmm. I think their hard work has been has been well earned. Now, of course, it is... You know, how many times have you seen it? It especially seems lately in the CFL. You look at the Tam and Chamberlain thing. You look at, you know, Paul Lapolis originally in Winnipeg. Success comes, big contract. And, hey, look, that's on the books for another three years because we fired them. (laughs) So far, they've proven they can do the job. But let's face it. You're always in pro sports. You're always one bad season away from being let go. Yep, it's a it's a cruel, cruel business. Could you say could you say it's a cruel summer? Yeah, you could say that. You could, could you say that. it's a cruel summer. <laughs> cruel summer so far in Red Deer, by the way. It's like driving through the apocalypse on the way to do the podcast, man. Yeah, I I don't know why you just didn't do this one in your sweat room upstairs again. <laughs> because it's a sweat room. That's why. Ah. Uh. Ah, that's that's fair. That's uh, <laughs> and I believe we actually lost listeners when listening to the visual of you. We did sweaty, glistening in the underwear. That's a damn shame. That's a damn shame. So hopefully they come back this week. Uh, <laughs> Tuesday, TSN ran a whole bunch of previews. It was like CFL night on TSN. So I was in heaven. Now the much debated top fifty. Uh, was released on uh, Tuesday, and I I do not uh, envy the people that have to vote and put this list together, man. Yeah, it, <laughs> it is not easy because the players take it personally. As much as they say they, this means nothing to them, oh, they get fired up. You can see them on Twitter. It, it it really lights a fire under their ass heading into the first few weeks. Of the season, it was really cool to have Sean Lemon and Simone Lawrence on screen during the program. Was there any players that missed the top fifty that you thought should have been on? Uh, full disclosure, Travis, I was uh, playing hockey last night. You're an idiot. Hockey <laughs> in June? Like, shut up! What? It's it's my only way to not be fat. It's your only way. It's. T- Yes, and I'm failing at it because I'm still chubby. <laughs> to, to, to be entirely honest, Travis, all I caught was, was snippets of it. I'm not going to sit here and try to make up a name. I'll be honest with you. I was playing hockey last night. Uh, I did miss it. Didn't have a chance at work today to kind of get caught up uh, on the comings and goings. So, in a twist, 
in a twist because normally you're the one who asked me for the thing and then I yell a lot and then, you know, you do the thing. Who did you think was missing from the top 50 list? Everyone's going to think I'm a homer, but I think Ed Ganey definitely deserved to be in the top 50. I would I would agree. I would also agree with that. He was, I think, by far the best defensive player for the Riders last year. And maybe he got lumped in a bit <laughs> with what the team, I guess, did not do last yeah. season. And uh, I, I actually think he belongs on there. And actually, I think Abdul Kane belongs in the top 50 as well. I, I know... I don't know if Ricky Ray belongs in it anymore. I know it's a quarterback league. I was I, just about I was just about to ask you who would you let remove from the top fifty? And I know it's Ricky friggin' Ray. But Yeah, I don't I don't know. I think he has to almost go out and reprove himself. I don't know if he's got anything left in that shoulder made of hope old newspapers and bubblegum. Me me too. I, I think he needs to show that he's still Ricky Ray this season but like i said i'm not voting on it and i don't even know if i want that privilege <laughs> that would not be uh fun to do at all but it's always fun to see the debate between the players and fans after the fact well and i like the fact that that they had a couple of the leagues you know more popular more out, uh, outspoken players that can go on there and be entertaining and have a great time it's a great way to show off some of the personalities that the that the league has in, in Lawrence and Lemon and have them on the program. And, you know, from from everything I, I read, the, the show was always kind of... And I, that's part of maybe why I didn't pick to PVR it. In the past, it's just kind of been like, all right, well, here's the panel I'm going to watch the entire season, you know, with their picks on the top 50. Instead, this year, it sounded like it had a little bit more to it, Travis, just from my what I saw reaction social media-wise. Uh, would you agree that it was a more entertaining program this year? I do think it was. It was a cool, it was a really cool, uh, you know, aspect to have Lemon and uh, Simone in there. There was a bit of a, uh, of course, Milt Stiegel prides himself on how he looks physically and, of course, how he dresses as well. And there was a little bit on there. He's like, these young punks think that they look better than me? Come on. (laughs) But I actually found Sean Lemon kind of subdued and a lot more uh, humble than I expected him to be, especially uh, considered to his uh, his, uh, Twitter persona. He's a lot more (laughs) outgoing on Twitter, but Simone was the same old guy. I think he's the same on Twitter and on TV. And I think these guys actually have a future on TV if they want to after their playing careers. Well, you know, Milt and Burris, and uh, someday the guys on the panel are are going to – are going to be calling it a calling it a career, and you're going to have guys that are coming up to replace them. So I'd love to, I'd love to see either one of those guys on the panel. Even you know I'd love to see them get added as if if they don't make the postseason, yeah, they get eliminated. You know how you see some of those guys doing some guest hit and some guest guest works too. So I think that'd be pretty cool. Are you ready to talk a little bit of fantasy? Yes. <laughs> All right. Time for the Fantasy Expose on the 2 and Out podcast. Okay, I'll I'll hear you out. I I know that uh, Fantasy is not a thing this year. Uh, That deeply saddens me, to be honest. Yeah, oh, absolutely. They were the only place to go in Canada for season-long head-to-head fantasy. And so my protest of only talking about a thing that doesn't exist anymore... 
Well, that would make this an awfully, awfully one-sided segment. So, uh, are, you're okay with talking about all daily fantasy now? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, buddy. <laughs> you sound so enthusiastic. I just, I just, I really miss fantasy. I really I... miss the drafting. I miss the trash talking. I miss a lot of it. Now, I think. You know, you came up with a concept that kind of brought me back on board, to be entirely honest. You right. got a whole – you threw it out on Twitter, and you threw it out to a whole bunch of us, and you said, 20 bucks a guy, let's go out, winner takes the entire pot at the end of the year, whoever has the most points, which is pretty cool, you know? Yeah. So, so, and hey, if you're interested in, in joining, this is our private league, but, you know, we can put as many people in there as we want now because it's 20 bucks, winner takes all. Uh, just reach out to, out to us on Twitter or on the DMs and uh, we'll, we'll throw you an invite. Yeah, there's 20 people in there right now, 400 bucks, or jelly beans, I guess I should say. Oh, there you go. You went ahead, you said the money. Now we're going to, now the IRS is going to be on us. <laughs> We're playing for 400 jelly beans because there's 20 people, and uh, it'll make it a lot of fun, I think, at the end of the year. But I am playing DraftKings this week for a little bit of jelly beans as well because I know that if you mail DraftKings jelly beans, they will actually uh, let you take part in their contest. And you, I, I was going to say, DraftKings Draft is legal gambling. What we're doing is lives in some <laughs> sort of weird, like... <laughs> We're all sending Travis birthday money, and he just distributes it in six months. If, if you're um, Canadian, you need to send DraftKings 25% more jelly beans. And, <laughs> and the, no, the, no. So, so, so I think with our personal league, we have to call it jelly beans to stay within the confines of the law. But DraftKings, we can say money. Okay, okay. We can say money? Yeah. yeah well, it's totally legal. <laughs> What we're doing for totally, maybe, possibly jelly beans, if you're listening there, Mr. Taxman or Mr. Revenue Gambling <laughs> Policeman, we are totally playing for jelly beans in our private league. Um, but in terms of DraftKings, hell yeah, I'm spending cold hard cash. You can, you can, you know, suck a lemon. I I, I know sometimes week one, it's kind of hard to. You, you, everything you do is kind of an educated guess with you know how the defenses are going to gel uh, at the beginning of the season and the offenses. But are there any teams that you are going to be stacking against uh, starting the season? Oh, it's see that's the thing. The start of the season to me is always such a mess. Right? Yeah. I mean, I mean, when when you make the picks, you think, oh, I'm going four and zero in week one, and then you go one and three, and you're like, what just happened? <laughs> oh, oh, it's like you just got hit by a Mack truck. But what I'm doing instead in, in week one is I, I am hedging my bets a little bit. I, I'm kind of going out with a couple players from, from a bunch of different teams right now. Uh, and then, yeah, I, I, I'm not going to lie. Uh, well, I, I mean, hell, I mean, you can publicly see who I picked, can't you? I guess after the deadline, after the lineup's lock, yeah. Well, and if you're listening to this before the deadline, you want to keep completely emulate me. Uh, I'm definitely I'm rolling with Darian Durant at quarterback. I think he's going to have a very large chip on his shoulder. But on the same note, to me, there's a couple like, and maybe they're just being undervalued a bit because of the fact of how crappy the Riders were last year. But 
I've got Cameron Marshall and Deron Carter both in my lineup as well at around 4400 bucks. There's a lot of cheap options I find to start the season, especially even uh, uh, especially there's a lot of receivers and even running backs. I really think that William Powell is going to have the starting job in Ottawa, and it might be Moses Madu. I would, if I'm wrong, I, get me a plate of crow. I will eat it. W- William Crow or William Powell? William Crow. You're going to end up eating William Crow. <laughs> He's cheaper than Moses Madu, and uh, I have him in my lineup. But to start the season, I really have question marks surrounding the secondaries in Ottawa and uh, Edmonton. So I'm going to gang up on them. Uh, I don't know if Edmonton made any really improvements from the secondary from last year, and we remember how much they gave up through the air uh, oh, yeah. to, it, to start it, it, the season. And last year was almost, you know, start receivers and quarterbacks against them. It's actually funny you remind me. I'm actually physically re-downloading the DraftKings app right now Yeah, um, to go ahead and make my picks on there, but... Yeah, I, I I wouldn't disagree with you with you too there, Travis. I just think that that already, and if we are going to, I think, and I think we should before the evening's out, we should almost pick an order of finish for each one of us in each division. We will, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I just, jeez, this year, and I've, I've alluded to it a couple weeks ago. Like I said, you could make the case for any team this year. And I can't remember the last time it was like that. So, like I said, I'm I'm hedging a little bit. I know that's not what you're supposed to. In TSN Fantasy, I'm doing that. I, I, DraftKings, I will probably decide before I go into work tomorrow just who I'm loading up on because, again, that's always – and we've spoken to lots of lots of guys that have, you know, written really extensive stuff for, for, for many daily fantasy websites. we got a yeah. great following uh, of some of these guys. But it just seems like load up on the guys and, and hope one of your guys hits a home run, right? And now early in the season might be the time to make a little bit of money as well to CFL free DraftKings contest. If you don't want to put down your own hard-earned cheddar, you can just go in for free and give it a try. Winnipeg is off in week one, but remember how many yards they gave up last year? I know they had a ton of turnovers, but they gave up over 7,000 yards or something. So... Uh, I, they're a team that I'll be ganging up on. I don't know if I want to use Saskatchewan against them next week. Maybe they might be jacked up in the home opener, but uh, you know we'll see what happens there. There, uh, as far as TSN goes, and even DraftKings, there are a lot of options uh, that you can get for just dirt cheap. Uh, now on TSN, they count the return yards, and yeah. uh, I know they want to get Roy Finch involved in the offense as well as the returns, and he's like 3700 bucks. so I'm going to use him. Brian Timms. Now, he's, he's starting for Hamilton now, and I kind of compare him to Eric Rogers uh, from Calgary a few years back. I'm not going to say that he's going to put up that number, so don't tweet that. But don't, don't is that one of those don't at me situations? Yes, uh, <laughs> but you remember when Eric Rogers did really not much during the regular season, but he had a great Grey Cup game and a great playoffs for the Stampeders in 2014. The next year, Eric Rogers 
blows up and becomes the guy. Brian Timms had a great uh, East semifinal for the Tiger Cats last year against Ottawa, and now he's starting for them. He's a big guy. He's a scary guy, and he's $2,500 on TSN. That's as cheap as it gets. So if you can get a starting player for 2500 bucks, I'll like it, and I will, I'll jump on that all day. Absolutely. That is some sound strategy and picks, Travis. For defenses this week, uh, who do you want to go with? I'm going with Hamilton. I just, Me too. I, I, I think that, that the Argos are just such a mess, and I don't think Ricky Ray's got anything left of the tank. And I just uh, – because, again, I still look at every team outside of the Argos, and, I mean, outside – I know Whitaker's done some good things, but I look at, okay – you can't start to somebody against Edmonton because Mike Riley is going to be Mike Riley. Yeah. To me, I think Darian Durant is going to lead an improved Montreal offense, and with a chip on his shoulder, that's the best Darian Durant. You never want to start him against Calgary. BC's offense has looked just fine. You know, Ottawa can make a case, you know, especially early in the season. Trevor Harris, if you look back at his numbers last year, really started off hot. Like, you just – those are none of the guys I want to face. Out of every quarterback in the CFL right now, I think I want to face Ricky Ray. Yeah, and I, I might contradict myself when we pick the winners here, uh, but uh, Hamilton's without Abdul Kane in practice anyway, and uh, you know they might uh, not have him for Week One. Emmanuel Davis didn't practice Wednesday either, but uh, I, I still just think that they're just better than Toronto. Uh, maybe Toronto is able to come together a little bit quicker, but there's the Argos. I can't see them finishing first in the east or yeah. even making the playoffs really yeah and and i think that's the team from everything we've seen this offseason you have to you kind of have to i think they're the safest bet to run a defense against right now i think a home run pick this week of course uh chad owens is on the sixth game and rob bag is uh missing this week's game as well nick Dembski's starting at wide receiver for Saskatchewan, and he might see a return here and there as well. So he might be a bit of a home run pick this week as well. Well, and I, I've always said this about Nick Dembski since watching him in university when he was the most dominant Manitoba Bison on the field by a mile. And I I still think he's got it in him to break out. I know this is year three, but it looks yeah. like this could be his chance. In DraftKings, I am... I'm going to tell you, I'm actually going to roll with Nick Dembski. He's affordable. I'm going to throw him into my lineup, and uh, hopefully he – it's the same thing, big return yards or uh, a run, running out a touchdown or just you know making a touchdown grab. He's going to be on the field a lot because of the lack of Canadian depth. Yep. You know, I, I think Nick Dembski is a go-to guy in, in, in both if you're looking for that home run pick that's going to set you apart from your buddies. Some other cheap guys you might be able to get something out of uh, this season. Lamar Durant's like twenty five hundred and forty five bucks, and uh, the Ottawa secondary. We saw it in the uh, preseason. That was pretty much the only question mark I think for Ottawa, and they got destroyed by Montreal. So, uh, Bo Levi Mitchell might have a little bit of fun with that Ottawa defense uh, this week. Jeff Fuller is cheap. He's coming back uh, for the Toronto. So there's a lot of guys that you can uh, save some money on. There's a lot of options out there in a Daily Fantasy this week. Are you ready to pick the standings and pick the games? Oh, oh, let's do the games first because I'm still so lost in the standings this year. I, do, I, I don't even know which division is which. Okay, let's play the little uh, splitter here, and then uh, we'll get Brazilian tie on the line. How's that sound? That sounds good. 
It's everyone's favorite game show. Are you smarter than two overweight Canadian podcasters? Pick the weekly winners in the CFL on Facebook or Twitter at Two and Out CFL. Now, Brazilian tie. Uh, we have some new people listening to the show uh, this week. So, why don't you tell everybody how you got your nickname? <laughs> oh, this should be fun. <laughs> yes, it's fun. <laughs> it's a fun memory for me. <laughs> uh, was it 2015? John decided to make a bold statement saying that the Red Blacks would win 12 games. Yes, and I was right. And me being cocky, uh, said I will get a Brazilian wax if they win 12 games. Lo and behold, they win 12 and make it to the Grey Cup. So Travis <laughs> finds a esthetician in Winnipeg that specializes in men's special area waxing. Books it in and makes me pay for it. <laughs> oh, why was I going to pay for it? <laughs> now, I, I, I do have to ask you how you are because you're replying to me via text message like I reply to John when he's not doing the show. <laughs> Just ghosts. Uh, I've been I've been sick since last night after the Oilers unveiled their new jersey. Oh, so it's been you know five minutes puking my guts out, five minutes crying, five minutes puking my guts out, five minutes crying. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. You know, you know, it's too bad that when we had the Brazilian a couple of years ago, our partner Seat Giant weren't on board because I'm sure the tickets for Ty's Brazilian Wax would have gone for very high prices in Canadian dollars on Seat Giant just to see a man get the hairs ripped away from his sensitive area. Taylor, Taylor was front row and she she couldn't bear to watch. Yeah, she couldn't bear it. My best is when you, my favorite is when you got your ass waxed. But we'll talk about that another day. Uh, so if you do want to buy tickets on SeatGiants.ca, it's in Canadian dollars. Use the promo code Poutine. We're not lying. That's actually the promo code you use on Seat Giant, which is it the will best get thing you ever. A discount. Yes, it will. Okay, John, we want to pick the games first. Yeah, let's. Yeah, we got we got Ty on. So first, um, Ty, because we realize you are a degenerate gambler. Uh, can we go with Ty's gambling tip of the week? Don't bet on Saskatchewan. Fair enough. Ooh. <laughs> that's that 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 that's good. And as we bring on de- degenerate gambler uh, Brazilian Ty, who gives us a tip of the week, how about this for this year, Travis and Brazilian Ty? Okay. Uh, this is called li- live live podcasting. Why don't Travis and I pick the game straight up like we traditionally do? And Ty, you give us the breakdown against the spread and the over under. Okay, I can I can I can maybe come up with something. Okay. All right. I, I like gambling tips with Ty. And uh, Ty, how, how much money did you win this month gambling? Uh, last week was twenty eight hundred. Come on. <laughs> guy knows. Guy knows his stuff. So when when Tyrell offers to buy me Nickelback tickets, I don't say no because I know he's got the cash. Nickelback tickets? Like I'm cutting you guys both off the show, you <laughs> jackasses. There, there's, a, there's a longer story to it than me just buying Nickelback tickets. Okay. Thank. God. Uh, <laughs> Ty, we'll start with you. Montreal, six and a half point favorites. The over under, according to oddshark.com, is 49. Montreal at home with Darren Durant. Take the points. So they win by at and, least seven. And definitely going over. It's a CFL. Okay. John, who do you got? Uh, you know what? I got the Riders. 
I got the Riders. I think they're going to eke out a real close victory. I think uh, Kevin Glenn has quietly looked very, very good in training camp. I think that receiving core is great. That O-line is better. The defense is better for Saskatchewan. Uh, I'm going to say that Saskatchewan's going to go beat the Alouettes. And here's the Sheepdogs. Can you really win when you must pick and choose? Now, I wanted to do something a bit different uh, this year, maybe featuring some local bands during musical picks, but nobody replied. So uh, <laughs> so I'm going to pick the worst songs I possibly can. I'm picking Montreal in this game. Uh, I think Darian Durant is going to want to kick his former team's ass. As much as he says that... It's not, uh, you know, uh, it's not inspiring him to get up for this game. I think it does. And uh, I'm going to play Men Without Hats. No. For Montreal. Gross. <laughs> we can dance if we want to. We can leave your friends behind. Because your friends don't dance. And if they don't dance, well, they're no friends of mine. You're telling me you don't like that song, guys. It's... It's not so bad, but I feel like you're going to come up with worse as the season goes on. Okay, I will as the season goes on. You're right. Uh, Calgary versus Ottawa. It's Friday night football, baby. Get those Baconators. Get ready. Calgary, three and a half point favorites. Over, under, set at 56. Brazilian tie. Who do you got? Oh, Calgary. They're covering? Um, they're, yeah. that Chris Williams, that's a big loss. Ernest Jackson's gone. Um. Trevor Harris has started, but he hasn't started with this offense in a while. So, I, yeah, and Calgary's got bully by Mitchell, so I think that that pretty much covers four points for you right there. Uh, are they going then, over? At 56, it's, that's going to be close, but I like picking the over because it always, it's always alive. You pick the under one point can screw you, so I'm taking the over on it. You, uh, you've kind of said maybe your strategy this season is to take over on every game. Well, I'm going to look into it and uh, see if it's worth betting like 50 bucks on every over and if it'll make money. <laughs> oh, man, 200 bucks a week. <laughs> I'd be living well, under I mean, the Gates Avenue Bridge in no time. Uh, <laughs> John, who's winning, Calgary or Ottawa? Believe in Bo, and then... Just don't play shares believe because I said that word believe. Just no, don't I, do it, I'm actually going to play the dudes dropkick oh, queen yes. of the weekend. Okay. I got Calgary too. She's the dropkick queen of the week, yeah. I like that song because it says dropkick in it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and, the du- and the dudes and the dudes are sweet. Don't forget yeah. about that. Saturday night football, BC Edmonton, BC three and a half point favorites. The over under set at fifty seven and a half. Who do you got, Brazil? I'm going to take Edmonton <laughs> to cover because BC was atrocious at home last season. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, no, that is, you know what? I uh, Any thoughts I had of uh, taking the Lions are now out the window because I believe in Ty. Ty tells the truth. Let's go with the Eskimos. I am not I am not done, John. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And it's going to go over. It's okay. It's going to go over because Edmonton's secondary is so depleted. I think they're going to have to outscore BC, and it's just going to be a shootout. Okay, John, you're taking Edmonton? Uh, yeah, I, I, I just agree with everything Ty said. 
I was not prepared for this. This song is labeled as Edmonton One. I don't know what it is, so. Oh no! Here we go. I'm gonna get soup, a little honey. No. You got core blood, baby. I'm not. I'm not gonna pick the Eskies again. Hands that pull the dragons from the ground. No. Yeah, oh. Corblun, baby. Uh. <laughs> That's what you get. Uh, I, I'm going with BC, man. Uh, soul decision. I get the good song. Yeah, you do. <laughs> I, I, lo- I love how musical picks has evolved to include perhaps a massive omission from iTunes's uh, Canadian 150 playlist in Soul Decision. <laughs> They're not on that? No, they should be. They should be like number one for sure. That so, or Sky's love song. So, John, what's the bet this season that will make you get frosted tips? <laughs> I barely have any hair left if I bleached it. <laughs> it would all be gone. <laughs> I would, okay, I, I would be. I think if the Bombers finish last, you get frosted tips. Last in the CFL or last in the West? Last in the West. Okay, and what happens to you to get frosted tips? Oh, my God. Oh, he's already had frosted tips. Yeah. So have I. <laughs> yeah, but Travis did it when it was cool. <laughs> Yeah, I, I did it. I did it after it was cool, so it doesn't matter. You did it. You got last fast frosted tips. Yeah, I I sure did. Um, so Travis, come on, we got it. We got to have something for you. You know what? Let's let's reach out on Twitter for suggestions for Travis to get frosted tips. And on top of that, I think at some point we need to get like one of those old like sparkly sh- silk looking shirts like they wore in the music video for Faded. Yeah, yeah. and uh, definitely do a photo shoot. Okay, okay. <laughs> Sunday afternoon football. Tabbies and Boatmen. The Tiger Cats, three-and-a-half-point favorites. Over-under set at 54. Brazilian tie. What do you got? Uh, well, they say play at home gives you three points. So I'm guessing Hamilton should win by six. And I'm going to take the under because I don't think Toronto's going to score any points. Okay. Uh, uh, John, who do you got? Uh, I mostly so we can hear perhaps the best band in Canada right now. I'm, I'm going to take Brian Adams. <laughs> no, 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 no. Brian Adams couldn't even sell out a half bowl at New Mosaic. Dude, it's shut up. <laughs> to be fair, he hosted the Junos, the most. Uh, prestigious show in canada so uh but couldn't couldn't sell out half of a brand new football <laughs> stadium at, in regina uh speaking of most prestigious shows have you not watched heartland no oh, no no way better than the juno no okay, everybody as shut as up long, everybody shut up to, i'm picking toronto to convince us as long as you don't try to convince us that when comes the heart is the best thing that's happened to you then we can still be friends. Does anybody care? I'm picking Toronto. <laughs> I'm picking Toronto. <laughs> the bolt, the bolt, 
Cardinal official Argos 0 and 1. I mean 1 and 0. I screwed that up. Uh, but I I think that uh, they're able to put everything together a bit quicker than Hamilton. I think they'll lose Labor Day in the Labor Day rematch, but I think they could surprise Hamilton on Sunday and actually surprise the world on uh, well, thank, Sunday. If, thanks thanks for bringing us back on track here, Travis, so we don't start continue talking about obscure CBC shows like Murdoch Mysteries, <laughs> who, by the way, is also on Kids CBC. Did you guys ever watch Are You Being Served? No, no all the time. Oh, that was such a good show. Now, <laughs> let's... <laughs> that British humor is something... <laughs> it just drives me nuts. Uh, let's predict the standings and finish her off for the week. John, you go first. East and West. Oh, boy. You're, okay, I got, uh, you know what? I actually have the East standings ending up exactly how they look on CFL.ca right now. Tabby's winning it. Montreal coming up in second place. Ottawa followed by the Argos. Out West, I think Calgary repeats. Uh, I think we're going to see some resurgence from the BC Lions. I got to pick the Riders to make the playoffs only because I said they'd be in the Grey Cup and I got to hedge my bets, which is leading me yet again to say Winnipeg finishes fourth, not last, so I avoid the frosted tips. I just don't believe in Matt Nichols and I never will. If the Riders Uh, make the playoffs, I will get frosted tips. Well, I think you're going to be, I think what, wait, we could both end up with, we we could both end up with frosted tips. (laughs) I, I just, you know what? Okay, I'm changing that real quick. I'm gonna go Calgary, Edmonton because I I think the Eskies are back. Saskatchewan, Winnipeg, and I ah, uh, I just don't know who to pick last. I guess I gotta go with BC. But BC I, I think last? Again, are you? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Like the West is such a toss up this year. I've been thinking about this all week. I mean, I could pick any order. And uh, I just I was gonna say Winnipeg last because I'm a self-hating Bombers fan, but now I can't because the frosted tips. I gotta put Saskatchewan in the playoffs because I said they'd be in a Grey Cup one, to, uh, like once they got Chris Jones. Okay, honestly, Calgary, Edmonton, BC, Winnipeg, Saskatchewan. Okay, Brazilian tie. Uh, Hamilton, Ottawa, Montreal, Toronto. Okay. Calgary and BC tie, but Calgary Ooh. wins the tiebreaker, and then. Winnipeg, Edmonton, Saskatchewan. Okay, here's what I have. Uh, Ottawa. No, not Ottawa. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that was very dramatic to all of a sudden reel that back. <laughs> Hamilton, Montreal, Ottawa, Toronto. Copycat. In the West, BC, Calgary, Edmonton, Saskatchewan, Winnipeg. Okay, so you, you just pick based solely on alphabetical order. Yeah, exactly. That is perhaps <laughs> the lamest, stupidest pick ever. You, you like, like you're you, like that is. You literally went to CFL.ca right now and rattle them off at zero and zero in alphabetical order. I am not even on the website. I'm certain I actually missed the team. <laughs> no, no, you didn't, and you rattled both divisions off in alphabetical order. Oh my Congrat- god. Congratulations! You can count, you can do your ABC. Shall we sing with you too, Travis? I didn't mean to do that, but I think uh, the CFL.ca standings will not change. That, That's my that, predictions. That deserves frosted tips just for doing that. You oh, s- come on! I'm pushing the buttons. This <laughs> is over. 
No, no, no. You can't because for one last time, we got to remi- remind everybody, new partnership. Go check out our friends at Seat Giant if you want it. You know what? If you want to get into a sold-out CFL game, our boys at Seat Giant are going to have your seats. They're going to have it for concerts. Best part, everything in Canadian dollars. Don't pay the charges on your credit card. Don't pay the U.S. conversion. Canuck books and great. And, hey, when you're there, use promo code Poutine. You're going to save yourself a couple of bucks and help us keep the pod going and charge up the long-distance calls for Brazilian time. So you will be back unless there's a mystery <laughs> or something you get. <laughs> that is basically logistically impossible for me. Yes, I should be here because 69, we got to honor the great Dan Clark. <laughs> He's 67. Who's 69? <laughs> we, we have jumped the shark about 18 months ago, and I don't know why we're still doing this show. But uh, follow on Twitter, like on Facebook, to and out CFL. Uh, rate, subscribe, review on iTunes. We will. Talk to you next week. Thanks for listening. Find more great shows like this at CF Pod Network on Twitter.